This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. It's drizzling, and I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's the afternoon. Overcast. Uh, Autumn, yes, it's autumn now. And I'm halfway through the uh, comic book rewrite, editing, whatever you want to call it. It's doing what it wants to do. But it's the great thing is, I've gone from this sense of chaos. There's this smell of potpourri in the air, which is very interesting. It's it's almost got kind of like a Halloween smell to it, but not not my not my Halloween. <laughs> it's like elements of it. It's like oh, it's sort of pumpkin kind of. And now there's the smell of ham. What is going on? Okay, so back to the comic book. Oh, the rain has started in earnest. There we go. Right. Uh, yeah. So I had I had the basic premise of this comic book. And I had the main characters and a discussion of interests that the impresario um, sort of leaned towards, and 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 that I I decided to strike out on my own, and this could be a this could sort of backfire, but I've reached the point where it's starting to make sense. Like, say, um, theme-wise, things are pulling together. That there's these conversations. My hope, ever since I just discovered this, the philosophy or motto of every, every theme, every scene contains the theme, that it's, every scene is arguing the theme. And so, I started off with this vague idea that grew into a a question of uh, scarcity. And now going over, say, the first draft, and two, I, I I cleaned up the first part and sent it off, which... It, it forces me, it sort of constrains me to um, work work within, say, guidelines, right? And two, I can go back, when I stitch everything up, I can go back and I can make adjustments, but I feel confident, which is, which is great. Uh, and two, I'm still saddled with this feeling that uh, the people who want to do the comic book um, will reje- will reject it. Might reject it. I think it's good. I think it's good, and it's good enough, and it's saying something important and valuable. Say that there are moments where I'm drawn in, and that's important. Uh, and I've talked. I've talked before about um, that. You know, it's not. It's not my project. Um, I'm not. I'm not being compensated. I'm. Go- I'm being compensated in one way, but then not another. But then too, I don't even know if this project will move forward. And it's it sort of say I'm bringing it to a point 
where then I will pass judgment. I'm just thinking, I think I've done three episodes about this comic book. And I'm, I'm pleased with it to the point where I feel that even I could send it to other people and say, hey, check this out. Unfortunately, uh, though, I feel like, say, I'm, um, I have a list of things that I've agreed to read and that I've uh, sort of fallen down as far as that goes. And I've got to, I would like to approach that, that list. It's weird, it's a TBR, but it's not books, and yet it is kind of books. You know, it's writing that other writers are doing and uh, stories. It sort of speaks to my headspace right now that I'm not tackling this uh, TBR to be read. And and two, I, what I want, what I'm hoping is that to do to do the reading. And then to get back to these people and apologize, but say, you know, it might be too late, but that, you know, to give them uh, feedback, constructive criticism. Let's see more about this comic book thing. Another, another thought I had was that even if this project gets rejected, I can still use the comic book script in the, in, as, a, as an example of work. You know, that I can, I can do something a bit deeper than a first draft. Uh, which is an interesting feeling. I, like, say, I had, I, I, I thought about it in the back of my mind, but as I was cleaning up stuff today, I thought, oh, you know, this, this stuff, I'm, I'm pleased to uh, represent myself with. So what would I do? So I would be send this, sending this out to... Uh, comic book companies and saying, you know, I write. This is this is a project that I've been working on. If it was like television, it would be a spec script, and and I'd be say I'd be writing a Doctor Who spec script, and then I would so I'd write the Doctor Who spec script, and then I would. Uh, send it not to Doctor Who, but I would send it to other places. Uh, for Doctor Who, I would say I have a oh my gosh, what is it called? It's a sci-fi family Robinson. You know, it's Robin Crusoe's in space, lost in space. There we go. Yeah, and I actually, I actually do have a I do have a script. Um, but it was horrid. I, I don't know if you've had that feeling. I'm sure you have, but I, I was sitting there with my Lost in Space spec script, just looking at it and going, you know, I really don't like this. I think, for me, the failure was in uh, making it my own. And what is it about generally, uh, specifically? Generally and specifically. I'm, right now I'm just standing at an intersection and waiting for a gap. There's no crosswalk signal. It's just this line of cars. And two, I could I could run in between the cars, but 
They don't seem gentle somehow. <laughs> okay. So, let's see. So I was talking about the Lost in Space uh, spec script, and it, it, it had to do with that this family's on this alien planet, and I wanted there to be a um, land of the lost kind of alien tribe there or sort of lost civilization there. Which is actually great saying it, because I didn't really have... I didn't have that description in mind. I just had, you know, there's aliens there! Because we get a whole alien world, but we never get aliens. Or that there's, uh, it's, it's mostly fauna, wildlife. Uh, dangerous wildlife, but we don't... We don't actually get, say, communication. It's, it's mainly represented by the Lost in Space robot. Was that Ro Robbie the Robot? I think originally it was Robbie the Robot. And I don't know if you've seen it, but it actually did a pretty good job on the robot. I thought there's a lot there's a lot to like they they are taking care though of of say demographics and um, except for uh the the elderly so you're you're not gonna see you'll see people uh, um middle aged but you won't you won't see in, uh any elderly people I'm trying to think. It must be some kind of flashback where we get to see some older people. So I'm doing the midlife thing, so I'm seeing people, you know, my age-ish, parents. <laughs> Why laugh at that? Because my perception has it's gotten to the point where I just, I see grown-up children. That's... That's what I see now. And too, in my own circumstance. Um, really not superior to kids. You know, ho hopefully I've learned something. But... <laughs> I don't know. And two, you want to send your best stuff as a spec script, which means that you've got to break the story. And two, I didn't, in the case of the Lost in Space, uh, in the, the latest iteration of Lost in Space, it has to be something that's in production. It's one of the rules. Um, but I... It, to me, I did not break the story. I had a number of things going on. I'm sort of feeling that breaking the story has to do with theme. Because breaking story is finding... Breaking the story is finding out what it is about. You know, what is the novel about? What is the screenplay, the script, what it's about? What the poem is about? Man, I've seen a lot of poems, and it's just, you know, you're, you're dumping yourself on paper, and that's it. And that's enough. You know, that, for, for a non-literary poem, you know, that's what it is. We've, we've all done those. Get, get away from poetry. Stop talking about it. <laughs> okay, okay. Alright, so... Poetry.
sorry, just one last statement. Th- th- that's the thing, is that you, you get under the hood of what you're writing. I'm just riffing off of the poetry, which I seem to come back to occasionally. And, and um, But it, it, it can be anything I'm talking... Ultimately, I'm talking about a comic book. Uh, really, it's this short story. And... So it's a short story. I'm thinking that too, is that if this thing goes goes south, that I could send it out. You know, I could make changes. And, uh, you know, I can basically erase all of the um, intellectual property that's not mine. And I could create something unique. Um, what the impresario has suggested is unique. You know, there's some great ideas happening, some stuff that has been cooking for years on the back burner. And um, it's a delight. But again, yeah. So, so, I've, uh, um, just jumping back to the Lost in Space spec script, where that is, it's, even though I know I did a second draft, it still feels first draft. I'm just wondering why I put it put it away, and it was just that there was a, I wasn't connecting with it, and I was being very technical, but I wasn't. It just didn't have any guts, and I think if I had given it more time. I may have crossed the hurdle of, once again, intellectual property, because the characters, the situation, the, the premise, it's not mine. Uh, you know, I'm writing about somebody else's stuff, and too, that's part of it, that's part of the business. But I'm just not owning it. Um, and that's something different that's happening with this comic book script is that is that I'm owning it I'm having the experience of uh, being there and having blips of moment where I'm, I'm clo- standing close to these characters considering them. And two, why is it that that this is easier to do than... It's not been entirely easy, but it's been easier than the spec script for Lost in Space that I've been talking about. There's a quality of the organic because in this uh, comic book that I'm working on there's a lot of room to maneuver. There's no other comic books like say the Impressario has not given me a comic book and said, hey Moss, do this. Right, where the guidelines are very sort of firmly set. I was I was just given a rough outline, and you know, uh, of the main character, and then the other two side characters, really just visual description, maybe auditory.
because the cat in this story makes a makes a unique sound. Uh, it bounces on its tail. That's one thinks no, and then it it uh, makes a unique sound. Uh, but other than that, it was you know whatever I wanted to do. But then again, there's more detail. Originally, what was wanted is that we would meet and that I would be basically told, just like, say, a director, you know, saying, okay, this is... Or even a producer to a screenplay writer saying, you know, hey, okay, this is how it's supposed to go. And, and I have met with... Really, I've, I have worked with a director... Uh, on projects this was just both early on for us they've gone on to do other stuff and I experienced that process of adaptation made the crossing. Okay, so... I, I'm just thinking about when I, when I was writing my Doctor Who spec script that... There was a sense of... It, it, like, on one hand, it's difficult, because... Why is it difficult? It's difficult because uh, knowing something you know, in, in detail, I want to say horrific detail, because I've gone back to the 1960s, and I've watched I've seen most of the episodes and I'll go back and I'll watch things and I have those little nuggets of fan you know fan information tucked away it 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 made it difficult because because all of that was were these constraints, and I thought, oh, I really like it, so it'll be easy. Uh, and it wasn't. It, se it seemed uh, a harder not to crack. And also that spec script, it didn't go. It didn't go anywhere because because of that. Because I I couldn't get close to it. And again, it, it's a process of making it your own. So it's sort of, now I'm hearing myself say that and going, you know, those two pr projects, how can I go back? Or say, I can go back, but how do I get closer to them? Maybe I've crossed a kind of hurdle. Maybe I've, uh, maybe that sort of ability or skill has, uh, has happened which would be great. So that's a possibility for me to, to pick up those projects. And... Uh, take another try at it. Another thing I'm thinking is that... I've seen, say, you know, famous writers who... And two, they, they don't do TV, but usually, but they will, in the, in the case of Doctor Who, it was Neil Gaiman, and he brought in his flavor, right, the thing, you know, how he likes doing it. So I think that that was a constraint, that I was trying to do it 
you know, I was trying to make it like uh, the show usually is, whereas it would be better just as, as far as storytelling to do it my way. Pros and cons, I think, say, like, say, I would end up with a better product. Uh, but a critique against it would be, uh, well, yes, but it's not like Doctor Who. Uh, on the flip side, that they could see how I'm working with characters and theme. That that would be that would be the flip side. Uh, so it's kind of a toss-up. I'm fairly certain that, that there are, especially say a sitcom, but I'm sure there's are there's other shows where you there is this constraint that say you have to, you know, place things in a mold that there's a way of doing things. But at the same time, you're in a writer's room usually, and that you have say a showrunner or I'm trying to think of what it's called. It might be script editor say, um, a whole group of people who are shaping uh, the episode that you're working on. So it's not just, you know, you by yourself. The other part of it is, uh, in, say, watching Doctor Who, is that there are episodes that say, hmm, it's not all done by one person. Uh, say, the showrunner. It seems that the showrunner usually does the first episode, last episode, maybe some in between, and that they're picking and choosing writers they want to work with, that they design the arc of that season. And, and there's a bunch of writers who are coming in and who are bringing their own zest. Uh, and as somebody who watches... Doctor Who, uh, I, I can say that. I, I can tell when um, certain people are at the wheel. You know, they have, there's certain things that they do um, that they focus on. This is just an aside, but I'd be really interested in doing a show that was just set inside the TARDIS that seems to keep popping up. It's like, well, you know, where where are all the places in the TARDIS? What there's a shape shifting quality to the TARDIS that say um, we get past looks from various seasons, taking a look at different parts of it and I've seen these really cool schematics of uh, of the TARDIS where it's it was, it's sort of this bulbous mass and nothing like you know the, the slim um, police box we normally see gears back to the comic book. So I am halfway and it's pretty much one if this was film it would be a sequence um, a sequence of scenes. It could be called a scene and it's moving into uh, the climax. I haven't been rigid. I haven't been rigid with the structure, like say as far as three act structure, and I, I haven't imposed this kind of zigzag of <clears throat> you know 
positive to negative to positive again to negative. And just allowing it to be fluid and uh, finishing up. And just say, say treating it as what it is, um, which I would say, I would say third draft, you, you could push it into fifth draft. Uh, it could be, it, I think, it, you know, it could be a lot better. Also, to sitting down and having, you know, discussion about it and sort of, you know. One of the difficulties with that, though, is not uh, that I would not be talking with writers. Everybody knows storytelling. So, like, say, for me, I would, it's that I would be talking with someone and it's more from the gut and that what I'm preoccupied with that... I'm preoccupied with the guts, you know, and, and working on the guts, whereas someone else will be on the surface and the conversation might not necessarily be... I could steer it. That's the thing. I could steer the conversation and say, well, let's talk about the internal conflict of the character. Which I've mentioned before is a difficult territory because... It's based on the impresario and uh, how how close you know how close does this person want to get to to the real? Uh, and then, like I've mentioned, the the other parts of it are that I'm you know the recomp- recompensation uh, is. That it's more of an investment, uh, but also that uh, I don't have I don't have the time. I wish I did have the time, but I'm not uh, idle rich. I and yeah, that uh, I'm really I'm out of time. I was I had kind of sa- I'd saved up time for the. Uh, convention, science fiction convention, and now that's uh, detonated. And two, I, I can, I can, I can step away from it. Uh, one thing I've noticed is uh, I do miss uh, being connected to the, like say, being part of a connection, and then connection convention, being part of VCon, but also reaching out to other conventions um, in the States and back East, and just part of something, part of this large network, and and then looking at it going, uh, okay, well, that's over. (laughs) It's over, and... uh, I, you know, what I ought to be doing, I ought to be taking care of myself. You know, it's self-care time. Uh, and that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. But, you know, I'm looking at something like this comic book project is very temporary. Unless things change. Unless, say, I get a response... You know, perhaps I'll get such an overwhelming response of, you know, Moss, this is amazing. Oh, thank you so much. You know, this and that and the other thing. And, uh, you know, I got an investor. I'm going to throw $1,000 at you. And, you know, we're going to move ahead with this. And then I would be, I would be practically religious about it. But I feel good about getting it to this point. Like I said, it it's achieved something. What do I mean by that? Um, getting back to the earlier statement of sort of out, uh, out of chaos, right? So it has gone from 
a feeling of, you know, <laughs> you know, it's a, I know generally where I am, but I don't know specifically where I am. Whereas that now at this point, I, I know specifically. Another thing that I did for this was uh, a habit, a tool that I've used before, a skill. I got to a certain point where I wanted to know the climax, like what that fusion point of the external conflict, personal conflict, and internal conflict. Uh, where that, what, what's the point where that all fuses together uh, as a synthesis? You know, what is that end product? Into, I jumped ahead. So I, I had been working on the beginning, and I reached a point where I was, I think even too, I wasn't even working on the script, or I should say the, um, I wasn't working on, I guess it would be manuscript, because it's not using comic book uh, script format, which has its pros and cons. And two, I think that that's part of what has made me leery because it's like, well, why not use that script format? Uh, it, it's laid out the way it is because it's effective. And instead I'm hearing, oh, no, no, we're going to, we'll do it like a, like fiction. <laughs> and to not. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how it's going to go. But we're working together. You know, this just furthers the furthered my confusion, this, uh, the script. So anyways, so, uh, so I'm, as far as it goes, I'm out of the woods, and I am, I'm out of the woods, and I'm at this and really, too, I'm right at the... I'm in the third act. So I've, I've moved through uh, the crisis and gone to the, gone to the third act. There's a lot of me letting go as well, because even now I'm thinking about it going, was that really a crisis? You know, was... You know, what... What does a crisis entail? And that's the thing. If there was more time, etc., then there would be more... There would be more. You know, I would be... I would be picking it apart, and I would be... I would be really wanting to sort of, like, turn it up. Turn everything up. And... Like say, even even now I've just gotten the theme of scarcity, and have you know that the characters that ultimately that's what they're all talking about. So uh, after this walk, I'm going to. The, the plan is to. You know, tie myself down and to just ride the roller coaster to the end uh, then do a clean up uh, just checking spelling grammar read it aloud and uh, let it go yeah and I, and I know that this is not what was asked it was more that, you know, sit down and work on this thing together, but uh, this is how it turned out.
and I'm hoping to sort of pile on things like, you know, you can change it, you can do whatever you want. So, uh, what else for signing off on this thing? For me, it's a kind of... I, I, I don't have... Like, say, right now, I'm not looking at anything in a financial sense, anything else. I have all of these projects. I have my, my work in progress, which is supposed to be my um, sequel... Uh, and then I have this personal, personal project, you know, which is not connected to handing over to other people to, you know, get feedback, critique, at this stage, that it's just, it's just for me. You know, maybe I would put it out there as a, you know, say self, self-published work. But also, uh, yeah, who knows? The way I'm thinking of it is, is more uh, journalistic. Uh, like, say, it always feels like older works. I'm just, the, the ones I'm thinking of, it could even be Sherlock Holmes, but it's more, the ones I was thinking of, Frankenstein, Dracula, where there's these letters that are being sent. In that sense, it's correspondence. It's less journalistic dear so and so whereas Sherlock Holmes is more a journal or diary entry reportage It's interesting too to to get involved in something but still there's this hope of uh, making a living off of it. Uh, even even with all the frustrations of it. And I remember too when I was setting out on this project this uh, collaboration That, that I was hopeful, but say that quickly things quickly things changed. Quickly it became, it's like, oh, okay, so this is not what I thought it was. And ultimately sort of feeling, it's like, I don't, I don't want to do it uh, the way that it's being talked about. Which I've mentioned before seems more like a form of dictation. Uh, and to even just in the little sort of um, the little example given that it is say the experience that I had uh that I'd say I'm giving up a lot, you know, and somebody else is getting, you know, getting this thing. What do what do I get out of it? So yeah, so I guess I'm saying I see it less as a collaboration. 
so that that's has has guided me and uh, that it, it it wasn't what it's so usually or what I thought it was going to be yeah so I think I've said that a couple of times a couple of different ways I suppose though that say if you have somebody else ah, I keep coming back though yeah but you, you know you get paid for it right that's the difference Anyways, so this is me moving on to the uh, taking care of number one. Because I have been putting a number of things aside. I think overall on the on this journey this storytelling journey that I have that there has been uh, change hello cute little dog puppy dog it's hard to say if uh, they're connected to the person behind or in front So what have, what have I, my, my goal was to reach, I was thinking, oh, you know, I will strive to reach the science fiction convention, Econ, and then I will record and I will talk about it. So, so even say for this, whatever this is, this podcast that it's, there's this kind of lack of, you know, oh my gosh, I don't have anything to talk about. Uh, so, let's see. I've made some cool connections, uh, shared great uh, inf- information and advice. Uh, I think too helped out a little bit and maybe sort of uh, invited some people to step up you know say oh hey uh, because some people were very self-conscious about doing an interview and I I quite understand and it helped just you know even a little bit I think, too, even, say, if you are ahead of the game, that it doesn't hurt to have, like, um, is it motivation or, you know, to get some kind of encouragement. And it's like, well, at least Moss believes in me uh, enough to, to do some, to do an interview. Uh, part of that, too, was to contact uh, people that I had a connection with, you know, that that we had engaged with, a lot, like, say, online, that there had been, uh, say, on Twitter, that there had been this communication. Because there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people are not communicating, or, say, not interested There's a retweeter that I want to that I want to check and see if I don't know if I will, but I've considered it. Uh, but I'm I'm not sure if the content that what you know what they're going to be talking about and so that's something. And two, it's been surprising. Um, getting responses from some people and that they they definitely don't want to uh, be interviewed they don't want to uh, 
record their voice, answer these questions. Uh, purely uh, by lack of confidence. But, but maybe even just that there has been the offer, that maybe that that's a bit of, of a confidence builder, a tiny drop, and just have to get more of those happening. I did have uh, one person who later requested to have their interview uh, deleted, removed. And uh, I did that. But I also thought, let's see, hmm, I understand, and, and I've been there, and I, I get it. You know, that you don't want to... And to, I've had that feeling, that's, so that's why I'm not... Um, denying them <laughs> and I just said yeah okay totally if you're feeling uncomfortable I think part of it has to do with the certainty of identity say um, uh, and I've done that before even say with uh, certainty of identity. I've, I've had websites up that I've deleted and how, how difficult it is it to delete a book that's actually in print. Um, and two, I realized that when my book went out and it had these uh, errors at the beginning. And I, you know, it, it's just impossible. You can't, maybe not impossible, but to me it seemed, you know, overwhelmingly impossible. And I was sort of trapped now. Like uh, you're one of those insects in amber, preserved for, quote-unquote, eternity. So in the, just the final words of uh, working on this comic book that uh, to I think ultimately it's not it's not what uh, these other people want, but it's how I do it, and it's how, when, as I'm talking about it, I'm realizing that I'm, I'm doing it the way that it's normally done. You know, you might have a conversation, but then you go off, and then, you know, you do your, your edit. You don't just sit there all the time and build the thing together. Um, I've, I've heard uh, this kind of situation put in a really uh, negative light, but I want to uh, frame it in a very positive way by sort of going, let's say I do something for me that's great, and if these other people can't see it, you know, that's it. They, you know, they can't see it. And for me to sort of say, enjoy it, and then take it, take it, put it aside in the sense of uh, if it doesn't get used, I can, I can recycle it. When I figured out that it was about scarcity and uh, I noticed that all of a sudden my characters are focusing on that like say I'm focused on that and there was that kind of relief of you know, oh good okay that's what this is about as I go into work on the 
the build-up to the climax, that also that there's this resistance. So that's something I just sort of posing for myself and going, the the nemesis in this story uh, is resisting and has got to be uh, there is conflict but I think too early on there's this violence, there's this struggle physical struggle but later it's more about uh, speaking, talking debating So, one, one difficulty with all of this is, say, when, when it is about money, there's that, that's the sort of litmus, right, is... I'm just going, you know, have I enjoyed it enough to do it for free? And even today, I was sitting there going, man, I could be working on my own stuff. <laughs> I, could be, I, I could be hammering away on this, uh, uh, working on the tree ship. The argument is still there that, you know, everything you work on is your story. So that's the argument. I'm just watching a squirrel who's... Oh! I thought you were a statue. So let's see. Three minutes. One, one small concern was that Oh, you know, what if what I write is altered to something that I don't agree with? And so I want to make that a kind of side note, you know. If if you're going to if you're going to change it to something that is like say R-rated or something that if you could take my name off, right? That would be uh that would be helpful. There's a Doctor Who quality. So far, you know, that's my understanding, is that this whole thing is kind of has a Doctor Who vibe to it. And that's cool. Uh, but I also know that that's how these things go. I'm not too worried about changes to the story, but say just anything that is drastic enough, even ideological. You know, ultimately, I don't know. I think I know what the direction is, and I'm I'm hopeful that you know I I have the gist of these people. I can sort of understand what they're about. I'm I'm thinking of Harlan Ellison and others because there there are people who really push back, you know, and they're really passionate about their writing and will use. Uh, extreme sort of analogies, there we go, to describe, uh, let's say, for them, they're going for this, there's a sort of a limit to their collaboration, to the collaboration, or, or that there's sort of, there's parts that uh, they will not uh, change. Rod Serling, that's another one I'm thinking of. Uh, when I was doing my book, I think I, I tackled everything. But it was, you know, in order to achieve a goal. And ultimately that goal was achieved, though not the way I wanted it. Uh, in this case, I've been collaborative to a point. I think as well, say, if they don't get, if they don't get the sort of the heart of the story, and if they're wanting to slant it 
I'm not even going to sort of go into say ideologies that they might there are some things that say I, I don't mind uh, but say if if it's if it's putting me in a position of um, I'm just thinking of say uh, if if like at the moment there's no there's no romance but say what if you know oh well somebody's gonna drop into romance and I will go okay but if it's if it's pornography then you know definitely I'm out if it's a LGBTQ plus a romance that's fine if it's a romance but if it's if it's pornography then then no And again, I'm going for this Doctor Who vibe, which uh, does have romance in it. It does have romantic elements. Uh, but also, it, that was it was never brought up uh, during the conversation with the the owners of the intellectual property, or I should say, owner. <clears throat> and there we are that is it uh, thank you for listening and take care